your views, your news, your Limerick Today with Joe Nash on Live 95. The Irish Council for Civil Liberties is speaking out about uh, what they see as an anomaly in Irish law that they say means community groups or volunteer organisations could be prosecuted for normal fundraising. Uh, Ronan Kennedy is with the ICCL and he's on the line to explain a bit more. Good morning to you, Ronan. How are you doing? Good morning, Joe. How are you? Thanks for having us. So break this down for me. What's the issue here? Yeah, so what the issue is, is that there's a, the government have brought, recently brought forward a new electoral act and there's a lot of stuff that in that um, in the new act that we're that we welcomed, like the establishment of an electoral commission, which we've been calling for for ages. But within that as well, they've we very much see that they've missed an opportunity to reform uh, an issue that's been ongoing for about twenty years now at this stage. That issue it relates to how uh, fundraising is governed for small and large uh, charities around the country. So, as it currently stands. Charities that receive donations or seek to fundraise in order to, you know, fund their day-to-day activities could actually be brought to court, and many have, in fact, been brought to court for breach of the Electoral Act. So what has happened is laws that were originally designed to just apply to political parties and candidates for fundraising have actually, because the the Act was badly worded, now apply uh, to civil society organisations like ICCL and others who are just trying to... uh, raise money in order to uh, put forward our uh, arguments and points to the government. But it's not just big organisations or national organisations. It also can happen to small community groups and residence groups. And we have seen that as well in the last few years where residence groups uh, engaging in the planning process have even been targeted. So there's a very big issue there. And as your listeners, listeners but, but will just know... Just one second, Arun. Are you yes, saying that it was an entirely unintended consequence? Yeah. So what happened was uh, there was an amendment to the Act with that uh, sought to apply the funding restrictions to so-called third parties. So that's anyone who's not a candidate or a political party. The problem was that this was drawn too broadly and that it means that they, those restrictions now apply at all times, not just during referendums and elections. We're in favour of that. We think that there should be full transparency and controls when uh, people are campaigning uh, for a particular outcome for a referendum or in an election. But this applies to our work all of the time, not just during those kind of political uh, political. Uh, well, well, you see, because I suppose you know people will look at this and think, well, you know, political parties have traditionally been established uh, for a particular function, obviously, mm-hmm. um, to be part of the process. And other organisations, including the Irish Council for Civil Liberties, clearly have views. You want to put those views on the political map and on the agenda. Is there any chance that this was exactly what was meant and the design is such that there is some sort of what they would see in political parties as a more even playing field? Well, that would be, uh, that, that would be a way of looking at it if it wasn't so uh, created such an uneven playing field. These restrictions only apply to organisations who raise money through donations. They don't apply to private business. So, for example, uh, if uh, an oil company decided to open up an oil refinery down there in Limerick in Foyne, say, and they wanted to uh, engage with the government on that and look for legislation that would allow for the establishment of this oil refinery and change environmental laws, they would be completely unrestricted in how much they spend on pushing the government in that regard because but, 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 they're using no, private but, profit. But there is lobbying legislation There's that lobbying restricts legislation, the way you but, can lobby, isn't there, regardless of how much money you have? That's, that's absolutely fine, but in, in spite of that, the spending is the thing. So they'd be able to spend as much as they want 
in terms of um, actively advocating with the government, as long as they're transparent, which is fine. But a community group then that was set up and fundraised in order to uh, oppose this, they would be subject to, because they would be receiving donations to you know, fund their activities, they would be subject to the, um, the, the, the provisions of the Act and could find themselves in court if they, if they, uh, if they raise more than 100 euros. But isn't euro there an argument that a community group has something much more valuable, um, uh, particularly, and you look at the situation in Donegal now, for example, mm-hmm. with MICA, uh, they have sway when it comes to the ballot box with those politicians who desperately need their votes, and they're not more likely to listen to that than some big company. Uh, I don't know if that's re- if that's necessarily the case. We see a lot of influence as well with uh, with private companies with regard to job creation and things like that. Look, what we're just saying is that these uh, there should be an even playing field when it comes to this. And there, as your listeners will know, democracy is a lot more is more than, uh, more means a lot more than just going out and voting in referendums and elections every so often. People should be able to engage in uh, with politicians and uh, mobilize and uh, organize themselves within their communities to. To you know, you know, advocate for their rights, advocate for their communities. This law, as it stands, fundamentally breaches their human rights to be able to do that. And it's not just us in our, the Irish Council of Civil Liberties saying that. Uh, the UN Special Rapporteur on this has actually written to the Irish government as recently as uh, December 2020, saying that this is in breach of people's uh, fundamental human rights to be able uh, on freedom of association. So there is a lot here that's going on uh, in terms of. There is pressure on this. We really feel that the government have missed this opportunity to be able to um, to address this situation with this, with this new bill. Okay, and, and is there any prospect at all of them listening to your concern and making the adjustment? Well, we'd be hope we'd be hopeful. So, what's currently happening is the uh, the bill will be uh, discussed in the Dáil tomorrow, and we are hopeful that the government will be open to making some amendments at this. We have uh, we've some uh, we have support from some. Uh, well, from I suppose the obvious question to ask you is: I mean, what's their rationale for not doing it? Well, the rationale for not doing it, I suppose, is that they would see that this needs to be taken in uh, maybe a wider review of um, for, of uh, fund of. Uh, uh, political fundraising, uh, a review of political fundraising more broadly. But we see this as something that has been, is a very discreet issue. It exists in and of itself. Like, the Standards of Public Office Commission first identified this as an issue back in 2003. Organisations um, have been, you know, facing uh, court and uh, prosecution and uh, being forced to return funding and even, in some cases, had to shutter their, uh, their activities entirely, like stop working completely on their topics or the, whatever they were working on because they fell foul of the act and were threatened with prosecution. So we really see that there's a very big uh, need to address this sooner rather than later because it is having a real impact and it is having a chilling effect as well on people organising and people being able to fundraise uh, to promote their causes. Right. So lobbying uh, then, you know, as we know in America, for example, a lot of people feel that in the States, it's one of the big problems, isn't it? You know, that the money that it can fund politicians from very big companies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, that, that's a kind of a separate issue, I suppose. Like, we're very much in favour of transparency and controls on that when, uh, uh, when uh, funding goes to uh, political parties and candidates. But for us, it's, we, should, we believe that we should be able to fundraise in order to promote the causes that uh, are important to us. And others, uh, community groups and individuals, should be able to organise themselves 
and fundraise themselves without restrictions, without these unfair restrictions on them. Now, just to say as well, we're in favour of, like I said before, we're in favour of the restrictions during uh, referendums in particular. It maybe don't apply as much to... Um, uh, to elections, but during referendums, when there's you know uh, people are advocating for a very particular outcome on a topic, that's when we see that there is a need for controls. But right. those should not be applied outside of that period. We feel okay, okay. Well, listen, we'll keep an eye on it and talk to you again, Ronan Kennedy, there of the Irish Council for Civil Liberties. Thank you. Your views, your news, your Limerick today with Joe Nash on Live ninety five.